Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Scientists have found that doing even one small act of joy each day can boost your mood by over 25% each week. So if you do one small act of joy a day, that can boost your mood by over 25% each week. Now, it's based on an analysis of surveys involving at least 11,000 people. According to the study, anything from gratitude list to doing something kind for others had a sizable impact on mood each week. And as one researcher put it, it could lead to greater well-being, better coping, less stress, more satisfaction with relationships. It's the little things. You thought I was going to make a joke there, didn't you? <laughs> My gosh, that would not be very nice. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Nothing really is sacred anymore or seems to be sacred anymore do you know who uh buffy saint marie is i i really didn't recall her but she's an academy award uh folk singer uh who has claimed uh native american heritage since the 1960s and in her art and activism she's uh she's been called the you know she always does things through the indigenous perspective and uh, repeatedly condemning colonization and referring to America's founding and the supposed erasure of American Indians as genocide. She also has touted herself as a survivor of an allegedly racist government welfare program that placed certain Native American kids in foster homes. And everyone loved her for years Apparently, there's been stories that she was forcibly taken away from her Native American family. She was raised in a small town where there was almost nobody that looked like her. But she was Cree. That was Cree Indian. And uh, now, I mean, you look at 50 years of uh, claiming to have, and I use the word claiming, by the way, to have Native American heritage. And she said that one time, she was a full-blooded Algonquin Indian. Then, uh, in 1963, a few years, a few months later, she said, "Oh well, I'm, I'm a half mimic by birth." Well, and then she told reporters that she was Cree on the uh, Peapot First Nation Reserve in the Canadian province of Saskatchewan. And who doesn't? I mean, that's beautiful this time of year. The Peapot First Nation Reserve on the Canadian province of Saskatchewan. Man, beautiful. She was uh, then, that's where she was born, and she was then sent to live with a Massachusetts couple who had become her adoptive parents. And uh, she was taken against her will. Um, and so that's just those racist polities of called 60s scoop. Apparently that's what happened. So uh, she, you know, her dance, her music, her activism, all was around race. Yeah, well, uh, the birth certificate, uh, people started wondering, you know, she's changed her story a bunch and she keeps whining about all this stuff. We probably ought to check into it a little bit. Huh. Go figure. The birth certificate, 
Uh, we went ahead and reached out to some family members. Uh, we looked at some, uh, some, some gene data, some genealogical data, and an altogether uh, uh, another report from the Canadian state media altogether. Yeah, uh, she wasn't even born in Canada. Uh, she was not likely adopted, and she's most likely an Italian and English heritage. <laughs> she found a good a good road to be on and it was a good gig and she just kept going down that road and now it's it's all falling apart and i believe the phrase is oh what a wicked web we weave when first we try to deceive i mean you you can't quote me on that I see where Martha Stewart, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg's girlfriend, uh, has decided that she is now going to have uh, Thanksgiving dinner. She said, uh, she, I guess she was on a latest episode of Kelly Clarkson show, and I, man, I DVR'd it. I didn't catch it, but uh, uh, she said on uh, the Kelly Clarkson show that uh, she called off hosting a Thanksgiving celebration. I uh, canceled it. Nine guests, nine of her guests canceled because somebody got sick. So I called up my chef. Wait, why does Martha Stewart have a chef? Isn't she her own chef? And I said, we're not doing Thanksgiving. Plus, you know, I'm sick of cooking. Now that makes sense. That's why Martha has her own chef. She's just tired of cooking. I've cooked 14 turkeys on my TV show. I still have to cook one more today. So forget it. <laughs> so Martha has had enough. Now I, I guess she's alluding to someone of the nine guests. Somebody got sick to them having COVID. Is what it sounds like. But I mean Martha's friends and looks unless it's Snoop are probably as old as she is. So of course somebody got sick. And I you know speaking of Snoop, I know where he's saying he's gonna you know give up smoke. So that's what he said. He said, I'm quitting smoking. And he asked for one second, Snoop. I'll be right with you. You're going to give this up. <sighs> okay, go ahead. I, you know, be, good luck, Snoop. I hope it works out for you. And I hope it's happy. He asked for privacy for he and his family. Yeah, the withdrawal is going to be something. If he actually does it. I mean, that guy smokes a lot of weed. Or at least he made it appear that he smoked a lot of weed. And if he's going to give it up, uh, the withdrawal is going to be mighty. And it's not just going to be physical. It's going to be mental. So, I mean, if that's what he wants, good for him. But as for the rest of us... <laughs> we'll be thinking of you, Snoop. You know what I'm saying? There is good news, though, from the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual survey of holiday food prices. And I love the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual survey of holiday food. I can't even say it. I love the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual survey of holiday food prices. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good news for you and your Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, the spread is going to run a party of 10, 4.5% less than you spent last year. Huh? 
Man, that is good. You don't know how good you have it. You don't know how good you have it. So that's good news. I, I think it's likely because of the drop in prices of uh, turkeys. And I would notice that we, I don't know if we talked about it the other day or maybe on or off uh, the show, but I really noticed how gas prices were really getting low, uh, lower. Or still, they need to go a lot lower. But, it, you know, I know 262, and I'm happy. I paid 262 a gallon yesterday, and I thought, holy cow, that's pretty good. But I drove by one uh, Sam's Club, but they had it at 255. And, uh, but I see this morning, it's back up. I, feel, I I put gas in my car last night, 262. Uh, eight, nine hours later, I drive by and it's up 13 cents. That's incredible. Okay. All right. So, so I don't know what's happening with it, but, you know, fill up now. It couldn't be because of the holidays and they're going to charge more for gas. I don't, that's silly what am i even thinking but because of the fact that you're going to be saving 4.5 percent less than you paid last year so man that's right in fact you're gonna have so much money you're gonna you're not gonna know what to do with it let me help you with that you can purchase quinn Pittman's goat soap yeah yeah most people who buy soap from the store don't realize what it's doing to their skin. Store-bought soap will get you clean, but it's also drying out your skin. Yeah, uh, I believe that's kind of by design. So you buy all their other products. Soap uh, made correctly uh, doesn't do that. And uh, soap made correctly with goat's milk, specifically Quinn Pittman's goat milk soap, uh, is outstanding. He's been making it uh, the right way since he was nine years old. We had Quinn on the show not too long ago. Uh, the Quinn Pittman QPGoatSoap.com Goat Milk Kingdom from Quinn is uh, happening right now. And you can go to QPGoatSoap.com uh, and find out all their fantastic products. And in fact, if you go to QPGoatSoap.com and use the promo code Jeffy, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. Um, they have a wide range of fragrances, seasonal fran- uh, scents. They have, uh, they have shampoo bars. Uh, you probably never go back to bottles again once you try the Quinn Pittman QP goat soap uh, shampoo bars. Oh, awesome. They have laundry soap. Uh, you can try that. You get 90 loads for the laundry soap. Uh, just incredible. So uh, QPGoatSoap.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. Get you 10% off your entire order and uh, help continue the gro- the growth of Quinn Pittman's monstrosity. No, it's not a monstrosity. It's a, it's a mega company. It's a super corporate company. It's a, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's going to take over the world. You know what I'm saying. Quinn Pittman. QB, the, the, the king, the kingdom of Quinn. That's, in fact, the, the story of his life right there. That's the biography of Quinn Pittman right there. The Kingdom of Quinn. So go to Q, qpgoatsoap.com. Uh, use the offer code uh, Jeffy and get 10% off your total order. Uh, qpgoatsoap.com. You're going to need to get clean after Thanksgiving, right? I mean, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. We're done, uh, by the way. I'll just give you a little show promo. Um uh, I'm going to be off next week. 
Uh, we're going to do a final Talking Walking Dead because thank you, Jesus. Fear the Walking Dead will be over as of Sunday. So Jason Buttrell and my son Maximus and I will do the last Talking Walking Dead for fear. And then we'll be back uh, in February, I think, is when the new uh, the new Walking Dead uh, Rick and Michonne show starts, uh, The Ones Who Live, uh, starts up again. So we'll be back for that. But uh, we will do a Talking Walking Dead this week. And then uh, I'll see you next week, no, the following week, because uh, I'm off. Okay, so I would have probably worked, except they said, well, the studios are going to be dark and people are going to be off, so do you really want to do a show? And, uh, you know, and I was like, well, I mean, any time that you ask me, do you really want to do a show, the answer is, yes, of course I do. Of course I do. But you're saying you're not going to be here. So, man, darn the luck. Darn the luck. So, uh... How about a little QPGoatSoap.com? Get you clean for the holidays. Don't forget to use the promo code. Okay? What is it again? Repeat it back to me. J-E-F-F-Y. You know what it is. QPGoatSoap.com. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So Todd Graves, the founder of the fast food chain Raising Canes, is now worth $7.6 billion. Now, that's according to uh, Bloomberg's Billionaires Index. And I mean, I thumbed through the Bloomberg Billionaire Index, well, daily. Now, that makes him the 307th wealthiest person in the world and the richest man in Louisiana. Now, there's something to hang your hat on. Uh, known for its tasty chicken fingers and mysterious proprietary sauce, uh, Raising Cane's did $3.3 billion in sales for the 12 months ending in June. And recently, now they have 750 locations worldwide. And they also have a uh, a flagship location in the in Times Square. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. I have never eaten there. Uh, my daughter has been there a couple times because I know I've, and she said stuff there. And they went, we got the Raising Cane's. And I do listen to when she talks to me, but I barely care. And uh, I, but I've never had them. And I'm told that uh, one of the things that makes it worth so much money is that they charge for sauces. And I don't know that. I think most places charge for sauces now. If you order, like if I say, uh, you know, I want, uh, would you like sauce with that? And I say, yeah, I would like ketchup or whatever. And they give you like two. Uh, You get the complimentary two, which really isn't complimentary, by the way, because you're charging me $85 for the burger I'm getting. But that's aside from the point. Uh, So they, but if I say, oh, yeah, those two packets, I need, I need a few more than that, honey. Then they charge you. Now, if they charge me, I make them, I f- open up the bag and say, put them in. Let's go. You're not going to just throw a couple more in there. And when I say extra ketchup, I mean extra ketchup. I don't mean two little packets more. Okay. I'm just saying, I'll tell you another trick that you can use. This is a helpful side hint that I did. Uh, I haven't done it in a while because I haven't been to a Wendy's in a while. When you go to Wendy's, they like to, uh, 
be a little chintzy on the packets. And I understand it costs the company money. I get it. I understand what they're doing. And they've, they've, they've browbeat the employees. Don't be just giving handfuls of packets in those bags. You make sure you put just two of those in a bag. And if they have something else, you can put a little salt, a little pepper thing, whatever. I get it. I understand. They're, they're getting browbeat. So when I say, you know, give me extra, they always, you know, reach in and like just drop an extra two in there or something. It's just agonizing. But if you go into the store, Ask for the extra ketchup and then say, oh, you know what? Can I have a cup for a glass of water? And they give you the little clear cup for water. Uh, they have the ketchup pumps out for ketchup. And you can put as much ketchup in that water cup as you want. I'm just saying. Just think outside of the box once in a while. There's no off switch on Genius. That's why you come here to Chewing the Fat. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter uh, or X at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, the YouTube channel is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's the way the internet works. <laughs> uh, chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. You can order a cameo from me. Uh, that's not free. Uh, you know, cameo charges. There's kind of like my, you know, I'm their hooker. I know. It's okay. They're my John. Uh, they're, they're my pimp. And you're the John. That's the way I look at it. You know, I'm sorry that you, I hate thinking that you're the, you know, you're not really the John. That's just the process of it. But you can go to Cameo at JeffyJFR and order your Cameo. Let me know whether you want happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whatever you need. And uh, I'll do it because, well, I'm the hooker. Do you see where Amazon uh, is going to start delivering? They, they're going to let you order cars. I shouldn't say delivering. They're going to let you order cars. Uh, on Amazon now starting next year and uh, starts with Hyundai I'm a huge fan of Hyundai I changed my name to Brandon Hyundai for uh, for a deal or a radio deal drove a Hyundai car for a year because of that that was fun they never understood the full potential of that deal but I was Jeff Fisher Brandon Hyundai formerly Jeff Fisher the Brandon Florida Hyundai dealership was uh, it was awesome. It was a good it was a fun bit. However, Hyundai you'll be able to order from Amazon. So you go on Amazon.com and order a car. How about that? Huh? Huh? That's kind of cool. The company uh, said that they uh, they want to launch this digital showroom for shoppers to research and compare vehicles, and you'll be able to buy the cars on Amazon. The dealer will still be the end seller. So you either going to pick it up at the dealership or the dealership will deliver it. You mean Amazon won't be delivering, just dropping the car off in front of my house? They should. Uh, you know, I have a couple of big drones and just drop that bad boy off in front of my house. No problem. Or, I don't know, use an Amazon truck. But whatever, whatever's easiest for you. But Amazon should do it. I'm sure that will be the, that they will soon be doing that. Uh, and as part of the deal, this is who man, this this is good, great part of the deal. Uh, Hyundai is going to include Amazon's Alexa voice assistant in cars, starting in 2025. So that's kind of cool, right? You have Alexa in your automobile. Whew. Good times. No, why was it? Why would they? I don't think. As far as I know. We have, that's not been proven that those Hyundai fires have been started by Alexa. As far as I know right now, everything is under investigation. So there's that. Do you see where I don't even have the story in front of me. I, I was listening to a report where 
uh, the Amazon. Like you see the footage on social media where Amazon delivery trucks are getting robbed. So the Amazon driver will be taking the package up to a house and then uh, three or more people will come up to the truck and take all of the stuff out of it. Well, now, not only is that happening, but the actual delivery semis are getting robbed and they're just being pulled over and the stuff is being taken. Not, you know, back back in the day when I was stealing uh, semis and stuff, we used to do it at night and you had to have a tractor and you'd back up to the trailer and take the whole trailer. You don't need to do that anymore. Uh, you just have to pull it over on the highway and take the stuff out of it. Uh, man, we're going to need security. I see where stores, I, they, I was seeing a picture the other day, and I, I'm guessing it's real. I don't know that it is uh, for a fact, but they were showing where uh, clothes are behind locked glass doors at uh, specific stores. They said Walmart. I don't know that Walmart is doing that, but I'm sure that some stores, some clothing stores are doing that. But we know that they're putting other goods at pharmacies, you know, Walgreens and CVS behind locked glass doors. So are we just, I mean, we're, we're soon, you're not going to have any brick and mortar stores, right? They'll have, they'll have warehouses where they keep it and it will be delivered and it's going to have to be delivered in an unmarked vehicle. Um, I mean, maybe it would, uh, maybe the drones are the only way to do it safely because I mean, are, you know, then people start shooting drones out of the sky, you know, crime is always an issue. Just be safe out there. Okay. today who died today mikhail yankison is a hockey player for armada hockey club in the shl amateur league and i'm a huge fan of the armada hockey club in the shl amateur league he uh just collapsed during a hockey game and uh he's dead now yeah uh so rest in peace uh mikhail Yanchison. Now, he was 61 years old. That seems like a little old to be playing in the Armada Hockey Club SHL Amateur League, but I digress. It looked like, you know, he, he was in good shape, and you watch the video, and he just slides down to the ice face first. They're on a transition, and they're side out. This guy just down he goes. And it's done. He's done for, man. Nobody put a skate to his throat. Nobody put a skate to his uh, jugular or any kind of other other vein on his body. He just dropped. So right now, the cause of death is, well, it's unknown. Now, okay, don't, don't look at me like that because it doesn't say that in the story. And he's 61 playing for the Armada Hockey Club in the SHL Amateur League. So, you know, they didn't say anything. They didn't say what it was. So there's no reason for you to look at me and shaking your head like, ah, that's what it is. I knew it because you didn't. But rest in peace. Mikhail Janchison, 61. Still dead. 
you know, I was just watching that video again. Maybe it's an old guy's league. I don't know. Because in an old guy league, the 61. Maybe it's an old guy's league because uh, he's laying flat on the ice and they try, they realize they come down to him, the other players come down to him and they realize, ooh, the bro is not happening. Nothing is happening here. And they go to, and it's going to be hard to roll a guy over on the ice anyway. I, I get that. But, uh, you know, they, they're trying to roll him back on his back because he's face down. And he's got his pads on, his skates on, you know, and everything. And he's just, they're trying to, you know, tip him back over to his back. And that seems like they're, it's a more of a difficult task than it should have been. But again, I, you know, full pads and everything. And he just, down he goes. And it's over. And the game goes on. The camera's like, oh, hey, Mikhail uh, is down. The ref comes up, pats him. Hey, bro. And then uh, there we go. Now we're trying to. Now we're trying. So it might be an old guy's league. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the Armada Hockey Club's deal is that it's the amateur league, but it's the, the old guy league. It's possible. It's tough to tell. They're all in their hockey outfits. Those, you know, those outfits. They're not uniforms or pads or anything. They're outfits. So anyway, rest in peace, Mikhail. And, uh, I hope we find out what actually was the cause of death. We may never know. Okay, so I know that it's, uh, you know, football season and college basketball has started, but we didn't get to baseball news. Um, we have uh, baseball got uh, three big stories uh, yesterday. Uh, we have the uh, uh, Shohari Otani and uh, right. That's how you say his name. Yes, I know. Sho- Sho- what, how, how do you say his name? Shohei Otani. Shohei, that's what I said. Shohei. Shohei uh, Otani. How do you say his name? Otani. That's what I said. And uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, are both uh, the MLB's uh, American League and National League MVP. Congratulations to them. And uh, I'm just messing. How do you say his name again? Shohei. Yeah, I'm just messing with you, man. All right. I know how to pronounce your name. Even though you're injured and you can't play, and are you still going to play with the Angels? Are you still going to sign a deal? What are you doing? Where are you going? What's happening? Does anybody want you anymore? I don't know. Like every team in the league wants, but that's another story. Uh, Major League Baseball also approved uh, that the Oakland A's, I'm sorry, the Oakland Athletics would move to Las Vegas. Huh. They're going to move to Las Vegas. Isn't that interesting? So the potential stadium plans in, in Oakland had stalled, and the team and the league were blaming politicians and vice versa. And so they had a they had a deal. I thought for uh, a reimagining of Howard Terminal in the Port of Oakland, which was a 55 acre parcel that would have developed six million square feet of commercial buildings, residential, and a 35,000 seat stadium. That sounds kind of cool, actually. It sounded like a good thing. Uh, the 12 billion dollar price tag uh, proved. Uh, yeah, that's too much. And so uh, Las Vegas, uh, which they had already said, uh, hey, well, we've got uh, got the football team. Uh, so why don't uh, why don't we just why don't we just take the baseball team too? All right. So they tried to get some public funding, and that wasn't easy. They the A's initially sought five hundred million in public money. Then I remember back in June, the Nevada Senate passed a three hundred and eighty million dollar bill. Have a great week, Fisher. You have a great Thanksgiving. I love you, and see you Monday. Not this Monday, the following Monday. Peace out. That couldn't wait? 
I was just in the middle of the show. It's all, it's all right. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You take care. I appreciate it. Happy. You too. See ya. Thank you. It's nice of him to stop by. It's the micro things. It is the it is the micro things. We started the show with that. So nice. Turn somebody's life around like that. Or not. So anyway, Nevada Senate passed a $380 million bill after the A's agreed to allow the use of a suite at the stadium for community groups. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of them. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You give me $400 million, I you can have a room. Yeah, absolutely. We'll give you a room over there. For for who? the the Some sort of community group? Yeah, they can have that room over there. Don't worry. No problem. So they also pledged an annual $1.5 million donation to the community and offered resources to help mitigate homelessness in Las Vegas. Okay. I mean, what are they going to buy new tents? Uh, and they are not going to pay the, the relocation fee as part of the deal. So anyway, congratulations to uh, Las Vegas. You now will have a Major League Baseball team soon. I mean, they still they still have to work on a new stadium in Vegas, too. And so we'll see how long that takes. I know they're looking at, uh, I don't know, building some 33,000-seat stadium in Vegas. Uh, I don't know how long that will take for them to get built. But I know there's there's some political action committee that are schools over stadiums, and they're just saying, no, uh, no, we don't want to fund those stadiums. Good luck with that. Uh, we'll see how that goes for you because I feel like it's not going to go well because those things – even though everyone everyone says schools over stadiums, they don't really mean it. And speaking of Vegas, I see that they've got the big uh, Formula One racing uh, this weekend beginning. They've shut down the city uh, pretty much. They've blocked it all off for the race, for the car race. Uh, you know, drivers are going to head down the strip and they're passing all the resorts and venues. And I think they, I think it's around the sphere as well. And people are pissed. If I went to Vegas and I had to be blocked off with fences for this F1 race, I'd be pissed. And I know it's you know one of the you know big growing fan base and everything for the for the Formula One races. And they just had that big one here in the state of Texas uh, that was you know huge. And they have the one down in Miami. And you know the, all kinds of people show up. All the it's the it's the races of the hoity-toity of the F1 races, but. Shutting down cities, man. People get a little angry. People get a little angry. And I, I was living in, I forget what year that was. It was 100 years ago now in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is part of Tampa Bay. But they had the you know, St. Pete Grand Prix. And uh, at that time, technically, I lived in the city of St. Petersburg. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it with the detours. Now, this is the way I go. I don't want to have to go another way for the next four weeks because you're getting ready for a race. And you know what happens? I go the other way until the race is over. So have the uh, flight attendants, I'm sorry, the sky waitresses gone on strike yet for American Airlines? Are they out picketing? I thought, I I heard rumors that they were going to picket and uh, they want more money. Everybody wants more money. Every day, a new company, a new union is going on strike because somebody else is making more money than them and they're going to go on strike. So if you, this is a perfect time for the American airline flight attendants to go on strike just before Thanksgiving travel starts. Uh, so good luck. 
good luck if you have to fly. I've flown uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday, well, once, and I got stuck. And uh, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Also, American Airlines, uh, they're looking to hire veteran pilots. Why would they be looking to hire veteran pilots? They had plenty of veteran pilots. Oh, that's right. A lot of them retired and everything when they started mandating things. That's <laughs> uh, just crazy. So if you want to make a little extra money, uh, they're giving bonuses out. If you work, okay, for the, and I know I have a ton of, uh, of listeners that are pilots for UPS and FedEx. Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, or, a, you know, for sure delivery drivers. So the delivery drivers, you know, the pilots that are flying across the country. So let them know that, uh, you could, they could go to work for American airline right now and get a bonus of $250,000. Uh, did I ever, did I ever talk about one, me being a pilot? for ups i do that on the side yeah i just a weekend job i deliver packages for ups on the job Uh, i'd be pretty sweet uh i could use an extra two hundred fifty thousand. i don't know about you but i could uh so it's uh it's it's kind of good now obviously you know it's a pretty niche uh bonus but if you're a pilot for united uh, for ups and fedex Boy, it'd be be tough, be tough to turn down. Now, now it's not two hundred fifty thousand at once. That's the only downside. You get a hundred and seventy-five thousand bonus in your first paycheck, which they probably take taxes out of, bastards. And uh, then the next year, you get the other seventy-five thousand. Still though, still though, that's that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Are the flight attendants striking for more money? Is that what they're doing? Oh, okay. I was just checking. I was just checking. At least they'll have a little extra money, though. You know, the lady, another American Airlines. They're doing great. They'll have plenty of money. Don't worry about it. The passenger who threatened flight crew over mask, uh, that deal is, it's over with now. Remember, oh man, this is way back in 2022. Times were so much different back then. Uh, The American Airlines flight was headed to Hawaii and, uh, Shortly after the plane took off from Phoenix, a flight attendant told a woman she needed to wear a mask as part of the plane's policy in place, you know, at uh, the policy was at the time. And uh, the woman put on her mask and then removed it. You bitch! And she removed it. Uh, And afterwards, she was accused of threatening and cursing at the flight crew and other passengers on board. And so now she's to the plea agreement to this. And she said, my behavior had escalated to the point that the air crew members were intimidated and unable to perform their duties. Okay. All right. Uh, So when she was issued a written warning, she threw the paper down and yelled uh, some some swear word. Uh, Okay. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is still going on. Uh, we have we have her you know in the corner my behavior escalated to the point that the air crew members were intimidated and unable to perform their duties i know that this was interference with the flight crew and it's uh i it's was the way the flight rerouted and back to phoenix and cost them money so now she was sentenced to 3.6 months in prison for this she's 29 but apparently they said it's time served 
So I don't know if she's already if she's still been in prison since 2022, or if she's out on bail and she was. I don't I don't know. But it says she was sentenced to 3.6 months in prison, which is equivalent to time served on a charge of interference with a flight crew. Okay, yeah, so she was. She was in jail for that, interference with a flight crew. Okay. Uh, and she was fined $38,952. So she's got to pay that restitution to American Airlines. She only had a public offender defender. No wonder she got to do this deal. Um because it cost American money. I mean, they had to reroute several flights. Several flights. Oh, no. Uh, she's sentenced to... Then she has to have supervised release. Uh, she cannot fly aboard a commercial plane, including any American Airlines flights, unless she gets approval to do so. Over a mask? It wasn't about the mask, Jeff. It was about how she reacted. And she reacted very... Poorly, poorly. And so why don't you shut up? Cause she was, she already, she already admitted it in her plea deal. My behavior escalated to the point that the air crew members were intimidated and unable to perform their duties. Ugh. Well, it's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's Favorite Game Show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true, thus... That's where we get What's the Lie. Our contestant today, returning champion, three-time returning champion, Terry Steen. If he wins, not only will he get to come back for another round, although that's not true. I'm reading the script, but that's not true because I looked through the rules of chewing the fat. I got the rule book here. I brought it out. I actually brought the rule book out. I was looking through the different rules. And I found out that in paragraph two, subsection three of the rules of what's the lie, uh, you get four chances. All right, four wins or three wins and a loss, but you get four chances. Those are the rules, Terry. So this is it for you. And if you win or lose, uh, this is your final try here on What's the Lie. But if you win, you'll get another Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. And for more information, uh, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find a Freshie Sen and Design just for you. If you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, you can always email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Terry, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great, Jeffy. Uh, so crestfallen over the uh, not being able to come back, but well, yeah, you know, so I had to break the news somehow, and <laughs> I was going through, as I said, I was going through the rule book, and <laughs> it's there, and I, I, I'm not one to break rules, so that's just the way it's going to have to be. Plus, I think we're going to change another rule too. Now that we're on it, now that I'm talking about it, I think you've you've uh, <laughs> you have uh, you have highlighted a gaping hole. And what's the lie? I've been really nice in giving you all kinds of time to noodle out these questions. 
and I I feel like we're gonna we're gonna put an end to that. We're not giving anybody you know this whole year long noodling out session for what's the lie. It's got to be a time time limit. But not today. I'm not changing the rules for you today because you know I'm a good guy, and I you know I believe that you the game should be played as is when you step into the when you step into the ring. So you ready to go? I'm ready to go. <laughs> you need a tissue to dry your eyes, or are you okay? No, I'm just thinking. Uh, I, I'm appreciative that I get one last chance to do noodle abuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one: Small village in Quebec, Canada, is on track to be the world's number one tequila supplier. Headline number two: Taylor Swift themed cruise sets sail from Florida in 2024. Headline number three: Cop pulled gun on fellow officer who threatened to spoil Top Gun Maverick. Jury gives him a hundred hours of community service and a little bit more. Headline number four: Steam will soon let you hide the porn games you play. Those are your four headlines. Small village in Quebec, Canada is on track to be the world's number one tequila tequila supplier. Headline number two, Taylor Swift themed cruise sets sail from Florida in 2024. Headline number three, cop pulled gun on fellow officer who threatened to spoil Top Gun Maverick. Jury gives him 100 hours of community service and a little bit more. Headline number four, Steam will soon let you hide the porn games you play. All right, those are your four headlines. Terry, what is the lie? Okay, I promise not to do... Uh, <laughs> uh, now go ahead, noodle away. Uh, noodle away. <laughs> um, Take all the time you need. All right, I'll just say anybody could become a tequila empire, so I've got no way of saying whether that one's true or false, and I haven't heard anything about it. I expect Taylor Swift to dominate everything in the near future, including all airlines, uh, SpaceX launches and everything. Um, I, I wonder about the last two, but I'm going to say I expect Steam to hide porn. Okay. So that, that'll be my final answer. number four. Terry, the fourth time. On what's the lie? You're wrong. What? Oh no! That is. I'm so sad. I wanted you to win this fourth time, so bad. It can't be true. Well, thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, I, I, I. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no uh, small village in Canada that uh, is maybe being a tequila supplier, so. That's the way it goes. I know, I know it's well, I, sad. I figured uh, potato production and everything like that could have uh, been used up there. but Yeah, I know. I know. It sounds real. Yeah. It might be real tomorrow. You never know. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't have a Steam uh, account open yet, then, do you? Hello, Terry. Are you still there? Hello? <laughs> Terry? Terry?
home and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.